you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. I think my voice is getting higher. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe it's those estrogen injections I've been getting. Welcome to the show, my family, family and friends. Welcome to the big show. We certainly appreciate you guys having us, and uh, we appreciate you. One of those two. I don't know how that worked out or if it worked out at all, but it sounded good in my head. And sometimes that's where everything sounds good, doesn't it really, though? Speaking of sounding good in your head, we're going to be talking to an amazing entrepreneur uh, and one of the top mindset coaches. And, uh, you know, have you ever been in that place? I'm in it right now because I'm trying to figure out where to go with the ramble today, where you need to break free from fear, lack of motivation, and doing sales from the business in the box mentality well we have the gal for you she's going to be bringing her amazing insight and brilliant mindset to the show and she's going to be uh helping us be wildly successful in the pursuit of anything in life or business you have to be stuck on ready is the title of her book we'll get to that in a second Uh, but in the meantime as always we have to guilt and shame you into uh, giving us a five-star review on uh, on uh, itunes if you haven't done that uh, you know, you need to put that on your to-do list for the today and say, you know what? I need to tell Chris Voss how much I love him because he's a narcissist who uh, is uh, needs to be served by self-fulfilling and uh, other people's thing. I'm not really that big of a narcissist, but that's what they all say, right? <laughs> uh, and uh, go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Whatever the hell goes in the ramble, Jesus. Uh, go to goodreads.com for it says Chris Voss, LinkedIn.com for it says Chris Voss, YouTube.com for it says Chris Voss. Hey, we're getting cool on the old TikTok there. Posted videos, and they seem to be doing well, and we got the AI format, which is pretty cool. So go, uh, go support. Give the show some love over there. We just appreciate all the love you guys give. The Chris Voss Show family that loves you doesn't judge you at least not as harsh as your mom uh go clean your room now uh she is the author of the amazing new book uh that came out uh, september 27 2022 it is called stuck on ready master the entrepreneur mindset break free from self-sabotage and access your limitless potential I've been accessing my limit potential. She's going to help me move it to limitless. Uh, Bridget Holm is on the show with us today. She's going to be talking to us about her amazing book and everything that goes into it. And uh, yeah, this should be pretty interesting. She is a top mindset coach. She launched into entrepreneurship during a time when people were pursuing reinvention and personal and professional, professional evolution in their lives and business. She's coached individuals and teams and influenced thousands of entrepreneurs nationwide in the Find Your Freedom program. She founded the Law of Diversity. I'm sorry, let me requote that. The Law of Deservability. I'm learning new terms today. And trains entrepreneurs to take ownership or personal development and adopt innovative business growth strategies so that they are fully equipped to access their limitless potential. Her book, Stuck on Ready, hit bestseller 
on Amazon in the first six weeks and is referred to as a business Bible. She resides in Jupiter, Florida with her husband, three dog, three. <laughs> I'm having a day today. Wow. See, I need your help, Bridget. That's why you're here. <laughs> I can help uh, you. Yeah, there's, there's some mental brain damage going on today. But that's what the show's about, brain bleeding. Uh, she resides in Jupiter, Florida with her husband and three dogs. I did it again. Honestly, it was three dogs and three boys when we got together. It was go. like a Dave Brady bunch, okay, Chris? Just, you're not wrong. Just three boys and two dogs. I don't know why I got stuck on the three dogs, but welcome to the show, Bridget. How are you? Chris, I'm happy to be here with you. And you know what? I can help you hire and fire the right mental team any day. Yeah, which is probably, which is probably, uh, oh, they just handed me a pink slip. So evidently they did fire the right team or wrong team or I don't know what. So give us your .com so people can find you on the interwebs, please. So if you, if you want to find me, it's BridgetHom.com is my website. Um, StuckOnReady.com gets you the free copy of this book. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Just thought I'd throw that out there for people who are looking right now. There Give you a go. Fun motivational video in the beginning. And, uh, and then if you really want to find me one-on-one, uh, -on -one, eye-to-eye, BridgetHom.me actually gets you directly on my calendar so we can have a fun chat about business growth or personal development. There you go. There you go. So uh, what motivated you want to write this book and put it out? Uh, and uh, tell us what stuck on ready means as you're going through it, please. You know, uh, it's funny because stuck on ready became the title because the first time I was in a Zoom business networking meeting, you know what those are, Chris, right? Oh, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. Okay, you see them. Yeah. So I, I had no idea what these things were when I launched my coaching business virtually. Uh, and I showed up to the first one at 8am Thursday morning, this guy, Brian goes, uh, Bridget home, give your 30 seconds. And I'm like, dang it. He mispronounced my last name. What am I supposed to say? And that's when I launched my business. And he, and I said, Bridget, I'm here with Bridge to Freedom Coaching. Are you ready to level up? And he said, leaders are stuck on ready because it takes too long to get ready. Ah. And that's why, that's why I titled the book because it just made so much sense. It takes too long to get ready. You got to make moves now before you feel ready. That's true. Sometimes I don't feel ready. The coffee hasn't kicked in yet, but I got to make those moves. You know, yeah. you, you got that. Sometimes you got to be get moving before that coffee rolls. I mean, usually I lay in bed, you know, in the mornings in the fetal position going, Oh God, where do I have to get up? When will the coffee kick in? And then somewhere in there it does. And then I, I begin to move about. I don't know. That, that's Probably true, folks, that I need way. to sit. I need to sit the coffee maker up next to the bed. Note to self. Uh, anyway. Uh, so uh, tell us uh, your origin story, a little bit about you and uh, some of your history and, and what, you know, led this up to the book. So the, I'll tell you uh, some fun facts that I don't really get to tell many people very often. Sure. Uh, I was actually working my master's in Catholic theology at Notre Dame. Oh. Um, I have a journalism background and um, I was a bougie stay-at-home mom uh, with bougie. three nannies for, <laughs> yeah, you know what that word means? I don't, actually. I just hear it a lot. Uh, it just means that you literally do nothing uh, with oh. your life, except what you enjoy. I'm so bougie. You're bougie? You're bougie? I'm, I've been bougie since 2004. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you're impressive, and you do what you uh, feel like doing in your life, and it makes you happy, right? Uh, people just say I'm an asshole, but that's another thing. <laughs> I mean, everyone has an opinion. So I've heard everyone has opinion, like everyone has an asshole. I've yeah, that. there you go. There yeah. you go. They do? Uh, anyway, go, moving on. That's not a good segue to go down. We don't no, want to go down that road. Uh, okay, so fast forward. Um, during the reinvention evolution, as you said earlier, um, in 2020, I just moved out of my big, beautiful home. I was mm -hmm. actually on my way to getting get this Zoom divorced. Um, oh. Yeah, it's a thing. So, oh, you're getting divorced over Zoom. 
Correct. It's um, called Zoom divorce. Wow. Yeah, Zoom divorced. And uh, my three young savages, I mean, my three sweet boys <laughs> and I, uh, we moved into an apartment and uh, anyone who has boys knows that they are savages. It's yes. okay to say that. It's a natural state. Yes. It is. And I, I actually encourage it. Anyway. Yeah, they're cavemen. You guys, Maybe, I think yeah. you guys are all cavemen, actually. You just hide yeah. it better. You yeah. learn how to Depends on how much testosterone we all have, but yeah. Testosterone's a good thing. Anyway. It is, yeah. uh, <laughs> so I, I literally moved into an apartment with my three young boys, and I had a placement agency at the time, and you couldn't go near a senior citizen for their safety. And so I really had to figure out what to do next, and Bridge to Freedom Coaching was just a side hustle. I had had yeah. three clients, and that's yeah. when I got a random Zoom business networking link. Uh, showed up on this weird meeting. I had no idea what it was, no virtual backgrounds, just sitting there in my bedroom on a computer. And, and that's what came out of my face. I said, I'm here and I'm going to help you level up. And I had, I mean, seriously, I mean, who says that? Uh, but I had six clients within six weeks and there my you next go. freedom program was born, motivational speaking engagements, group sales trainings, my uh, best-selling book stuck on ready. And well, here we are today. Here we are today. So give us a 30,000 overview of the book, uh, just like, uh, you know, all the hit points and stuff, and then we'll get into the deets. Absolutely. So this book is for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to get to that next level, but can't seem to get there. Mm. Uh, and they, they want to shift into a mindset, but they can't break free from sabotage, right? They have the wrong mental team. And so they also want strategies for social media, they want to understand and master the law of deservability. Uh, they want to ultimately have a romance with life, a partnership with their future successful selves, and they want to know how to create empowered client interactions forever. Oh, wow. There you go. And, you know, some people get stuck sometimes where they just can't get to that next level. They're, they're trying to go the next way and they, and they can't do it. So, um, so you moved, uh, was this the first time you moved into being an entrepreneur at the Zoom yeah. divorce? Yeah, it was actually. There you go. There you go. And, uh, now you've done that, moved into the corporate world. What is the, uh, biggest advice you see a lot of entrepreneurs needing, uh, in the world or business owners as well? I think they're the same, aren't they? Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, that first, you, you know, actually, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. I, most business owners really want to be intentional and know how to monetize their influence, but still have business on their terms. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? I want to make money but I don't want to work the rest of my life forever and ever. Amen. I'd like to sleep and I'd like to go on cruises, right? Do you go on cruises, Chris? Have you ever uh, I don't do cruises uh, because I don't like anyone else to take on a cruise other than <laughs> myself. And I just thought, I just like, whatever. But uh, plus my two dogs, I've always got to be, you know, babysitting, but uh, no, I, I, I have a, a wonderful life where I just do what I want. But, you know, I mean, if, if I can have anything, I just like to make money and not do anything, but you know, it seems like you have to do something. <laughs> I think someone wrote a book on that. Ferris, the four hour work week. Oh yeah. 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 There you go. I should yeah. do that. The, but I, I like, uh, I like my podcast, I like my audience and they keep dragging me back in. It's like Godfather too. Every time I try and go on vacation, they, they're like, you must come back and entertain us. So there's that. Yeah. And, that, and that's fulfilling, right? It's like when you're serving others with yeah. solutions in some way, whether it's, you know, different ways to think about life for themselves or just pure mm -hmm. entertainment, we yeah. always come back for more. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it. I love my audience. Uh, 15 years. We're going 15 years next month, the end of this month. 
uh, August 30 or 31st, whatever, however many days are, it clicks over to 15 years, uh, craziness. And, uh, and then I'm going to quit or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah we'll cross that bridge when you get there. We're going to go to 20 again. It's so uh, we're just having too much fun. So, um, yeah, let's talk about culture. Cause culture is one of the things that you talk about and discuss, uh, from both business and personal. Let's delve into that and, uh, get a wash in it. Sure. And I also wanted to say that touching on culture, but also still touching on entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. um, one of the biggest problems I see for most people wanting success is that they function in this abundance mindset with a subconscious limitation. And I know we just kind of, I just took a real deep dive there. Like, what does that actually mean? Yeah. Uh, it's because most people are saying they desire more success. They desire the boat. They desire, you know, this, this full life or this bank account with millions of dollars in it, but they don't believe they deserve it. Mm. And so that's a huge shift in our, yes, that's a huge shift in, in our mindsets because desire is coming from a place of lack of no action, of no conviction and deservability is from a place of conviction, alignment, and this inner knowing that success is not just possible. It's inevitable. There you go. The law of deservability, as uh, we mentioned in the bio. Uh, and this is really important because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think a lot of people struggle with, uh, what's that called where people struggle with, uh, you know, where they feel like they're being fake. Imposter um, syndrome. Imposter syndrome. There you go. Thank you. Um, where people struggle with imposter syndrome. And, and, and sometimes we have these, these level mindsets of maybe we inherited from parents and well-meaning parents that uh, maybe limit us like, well, you can't ever do that. Uh, sometimes you have, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have pe the, those always people around you that like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, that's too much risk. Oh, you can't do that. You're not Elon Musk. And so a lot of people struggle with that. Exactly. And, you know, I, I forget who quoted this, but I saw it somewhere in social media and it said, impossible is just an opinion. <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> and, it. And that's the truth. And so talking about culture as well, you know, we have been inundated with this culture that is having an identity crisis um, for yeah. various factors. We don't yeah. have to hit factors right now, but there is the problem with the identity crisis where we no longer know how to empower ourselves or one another based on mm -hmm. who we're being when we're doing. Mm -hmm. And we are too distracted to develop a core belief system that is in high deservability because we don't know how to be intentional. Bottom yeah. line, present. Yeah. We don't know how to be present. Yeah, a lot of people are suffering from that. Yeah, Being present. I, I, I suffered from that, uh, especially with ADHD, for most of my life. And somewhere around, uh, what was it, about 50 or 52, uh, someone turned me on to Eckhart Tolle and being present. And I was really struggling. My dogs, I'd, I'd be playing with my dogs or something. I'd be off in 50 million directions. And I'm like, I'm not even here. I don't even... I'm trying to connect with my dogs and be present. And I didn't understand the whole concept. And it, it really makes a difference when you're present. Cause really all you have, if you're trying to achieve anything is the here and now, correct? Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. one of the questions I like to ask people is if your life looks the same as it does now, 20 years from now, would you be happy? No, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, you're going to be retired then. so I mean, I'll be old, so I probably won't be happy. I'll be on a lawn somewhere going, get off the lawn, you kids, which I do now. So. Right? I think like Clint Eastwood. like Pretty much, like, yeah. That yeah. will be me. That's me now. I have the hose. 
for the kids on the lawn. So, uh, it's okay. They like it. They like the hose on the lawn. Yeah, I know. I have boys. Not in winter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, being intentional in in controlling your destiny now, plotting it out. And, uh, you know, doing what you do today. I mean, so many people get lost in, in everything. Even I do at my age where, you know, I'll get to the end of the day and I'll be like, oh, man, there's like 500 things I should have done today or that I need to do today. And I still get stuff done. But, you know, sometimes the, the important ones slip through the cracks. Like I try and spend 15 minutes a day going out in the backyard playing with the dogs and just being present with them. And mm-hmm. that sometimes gets lost more than I, than I like. Uh, and I get to the end of the day and I go, crap, you know, I think, you know, it goes so by so fast, you know, whether you're a parent of kids or whether you're a parent of dogs. Um, I think people that have kids though, they wish they, especially in teenage years, they wish it go faster. (laughs) Well, you know, it's so easy to live under the influence of that never ending to-do list, which will never end until you're dead (laughs) or, uh, you have no work or ambitions in front of you. And the ability to be intentional with, you know, your, your goals and your roles, like Mm -hmm. your dog, right. Um, That's really what, what life is made of. Uh, And so we're, we're all searching for that, but we don't, we don't take the time to say that this is important enough to focus on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, and it's important to uh, take, make these a priority because if you don't, if you don't make yourself a priority, uh, then there you go. Do you find a lot of, go ahead. I was going to say, well, nobody else will either, you know, <laughs> and actually that, that leads me to, I wanted to share um, something about the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, because I think this would be valuable for, for those people listening, because the, the problem that we're really facing is we don't take ownership of our headspace first. And I, I like to explain things in terms of sales, because in entrepreneurship, if you don't sell, you don't close, you have no clients, you have no business, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So your conscious mind is your salesman. Oh. And his sales pitch is your thoughts, words, actions, and emotions. Mm-hmm. And he sells to the client, your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And the subconscious mind buys everything the conscious mind is selling. Oh, and he, there you go. he creates that into a program which dictates your life, your reality, your business, and your relationships, ultimately who you're being. So when you look at what you've been selling yourself about what you're supposed to be doing next, and what you're, who you're being right now, you could see why your days look like the way they do. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, despondent. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have a joke for that. Uh, but my days aren't despondent. People don't write me and be like, Chris, you need help to call somebody. Um, letters for that one. They're just jokes. People come on, man. Uh, so one of the things you talk about that leads us into this is in, in, in a quote unquote empowerment generator what is that and how do i get that set up in my home to, will it power my home and <laughs> and my uh tesla <laughs> yeah right uh you, I, you wish right sure. i heard someone the other day they're like they couldn't even pick up their mother from the airport because their tesla uh was out of battery right oh, wow you need yeah. to recharge it yeah. um so no it's actually describing you know we have this constant culture where we affirm people based on what they can achieve and mm-hmm. what they can do for us right we're mm-hmm. and no, I love that about American culture in a lot of ways because we're so focused on individualism, the next best thing. We're focused on success and achievement. And that's why we have achieved so much as a country. Mm-hmm. But there we're in this place, Yeah, right. But we're in this place now where we no longer know how to affirm people based on who they're being when they're doing. 
So the goal of the empowerment generator is you make your number one goal to show up well and authentically every day. And your number two goal to empower the person in front of you, no matter what, with strategies, solutions, encouragement. And when you make that your focal point, your brain can only focus on one thing at a time. Therefore, you're going to start to create cultural shifts in your workspace, in your home life, et cetera, if you just focus on being an empowerment generator. There you go. An empowerment generator. Damn it. I'm putting that on my business card. Can I replace that with CEO and empowerment generator? Actually, you should just have both. CEO of empowerment. CEO, empower, of, uh, CEO of the empowerment. Do I have to have an LLC for this? <laughs> <laughs> no. Talk to, your, talk to your account, people. You know, just put my uh, brand underneath it. Oh, there you go. Uh, with a link to your website. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Can I put my website on my card with your, anyway. Uh, yeah, I'll get a C and D on that. Hey man, quit mixing our brands. Eh? Uh, so, but I like the empowerment generator aspect. Uh, let's dig into uh, personal culture and business culture a little bit more. Cause I know that's a favorite topic of yours. Um, how do we establish a, a good, healthy business culture and why is it important? Mm. So when we talk about entrepreneurship and corporate business, it's a little bit different. Um, I would I would speak more into entrepreneurship right now. Um, entrepreneurship is such an interesting beast. Um, when we talk about the culture of entrepreneurship, it's so uh, we say it's so individualistic, but we're all searching for freedom, for mm -hmm. um, for time. We want we want everything on our terms, and and in that we forget. And I, I think no one teaches this, honestly, Chris. That in entrepreneurship, the foundation for professional success is personal development. Yeah. Right? Nothing self-actualizes you like uh, being uh, an entrepreneur. And it is a beast. It has claws and fangs and shit, or what we call Fridays around here for me uh, when the full moon comes out. But yeah, I've been doing it since I was 18. And yeah, it's 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 been a beast. But nothing will change you. I think almost maybe parenthood does. I don't know. I've never been a parent, but I don't, I'm a dog parent, but uh, I don't think anything will change you almost as much. And uh, I don't know. There's a lot of denial in being a parent. So, uh, and then you have to tell your kids stuff like, you know, Santa Claus is, is real and stuff. And uh, I guess I won't ruin it, ruin it for anybody. The Easter bunny is real too, you know? So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play some games there, but in in business, you if you lie to yourself or other people, you're you're kind of going to end up in trouble or maybe jail for that matter. <laughs> well, yeah, I always say like if you sell yourself limiting beliefs, you're going to sell your prospects your limiting beliefs, mm -hmm. and those are expensive. Yeah, right? yeah. Can I get a lot of money for self limiting beliefs? Maybe we'll put them on the on the docket of products. And in entrepreneurship, you have three bank accounts. Yeah, you have your Serenity account, your Sanity account, and your real bank account. There you go. Now, which bank do I set that up with? Does that go with the checking or is that a separate thing? Um, that's in the, the find your freedom program account. Um, that's <laughs> I show you exactly how to do that because, well, here's the thing. We, we don't give credit to the fact that we still have to focus on building relationships in entrepreneurship because mm. relationships lead to revenue. Um, ah. but we also don't focus on the fact that 90% of our communication is nonverbal. So oh. if we're in a place where we're, um, not sane or serene, well, that's most of our communication. And that's really loud communication to our prospects and our clients and referral partners. There you so go. you want to make sure you're, uh, I always like to say when you're, <laughs> you want to break free from codependent behaviors in business and in your personal life. And you'll like this line, Chris, when I always say to people, when they're in that state of no serenity and insanity, I say, you know, when you're feeling out of your mind, 
your mm-hmm. problem is somebody else's. Yeah. For me, it's uh, one of my eight different personalities. Yeah. Yeah. People like all of them, I'm sure. Maybe at least. No, the judge says I can't use the one that says kill, kill, kill all the time. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. I'll get this thing. I'll brace it off someday. Uh, <laughs> that's such a great callback joke. I don't know. I think <laughs> The audience is like, we've heard this 50 times. Stop it. Uh, so, you know, th- this is really important because if you don't have self-actualization, if you're not self-aware, I met a lot of entrepreneurs that are not self-aware and sometimes they can get away with it because, I don't know, they inherit their business and they got stupid money or they just got really lucky with their business model and hit home runs and you're like, you're still an idiot. Like, I don't know. You just got really lucky with this thing because you're dumb. But, uh, you know, being self-aware and being able to uh, be self-accountable uh, and, and be able to, to know what's going on with yourself and be intentional is really important because, you know, your business can really, the, the, the larger it scales, the more out of control it gets. Like I used to have people that would come in my office and be like, it's so great that you, you have a company and you do what you love. And I'm like, I don't love any of this. Uh, I, I love I love my podcast, but it's about the only thing I really loved in all my years of being an investor. Um, I've, I've loved being the CEO. I've loved investing in companies, but I, I so there's a lot of companies I'm like, I really don't like this company, but I don't know. I like the money that comes from it. I like being the boss. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you've got to, You've got to um, have that drive and self-awareness to know what's going on. Because if you start living in a state of denial as it scales, you're like, yeah, everything's fine. We don't need to do anything around here. I'm sure it'll stay fine. You know, business changes. It fluctuates. It's cyclical sometimes. Uh, you know, we can have a good business model today and tomorrow it's gone or five years from now it's gone or 10 years it's gone. You know, um, the market changes. Amazon decides to buy into your industry exactly. or something. And you're like, ah, oh, crap. And they're with that. They're with the neighborhood. Um, so these are these are really important aspects. Uh, what else have we touched on that you talk about in your book and your coaching? Well, I actually want to touch on something that you said is that mm-hmm. self actualization mm-hmm. is what all people are really searching for, mm-hmm. right? Meaning and purpose. I mean, bottom line. And so, you know, I actually <laughs> I describe that as your big mofa. Ah. So I I knew you'd like that word. People Uh, describe me as a big mofa, but that's another term, I think. Not the same, probably. Um, So the big mofa is your big motivating factor for why you do what you do. And so self-actualization is one of those things, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, when I when I work with people who are making absolutely ridiculous amounts of money, Mm -hmm. they their focus is not to make more money. It's actually on self-actualization. Oh, really? They want to focus on. Yeah, it's, it's always being the best against their their best version of last year yeah making yeah so it's not about the dollar signs by the way money is just energy anyway and we can talk about that at another time um i like that but the truth is that they are focused the the most successful entrepreneurs that i've worked with are focused on self-actualization um and then just the result the byproduct is they build an empire they make Mm -hmm. million multi-million dollars Mm -hmm. and they are able to empower so many more people with solutions because mm-hmm. they're actually focused on that self-validating success. You know, that's really true. That's really, you, you, what you've said is really profound and really struck me because um, that's my constant thing. In business, you know, it's very widget-based. And you know that if you press this button, once you get your business model down and everything's working, you pretty much figure out that you, if you can press this button enough times, it, it's a money generator. Mm-hmm. But 
the challenge is like what we've talked about through the show is being present, being able to get your task list done every day, being able to get your marketing, your accomplishments done every day, the, the stuff you need to do. And, you know, I think, God, when did I lose, when I was being able to do everything I needed to do every day in my companies, it was like somewhere in the nineties. Sure. I, I just realized that I, I was like, holy crap, if I cross the Rubicon where I can't do everything I need to do every day and I should just give up with the madness of thinking I can try and do it and staying till 4 a.m. in the morning, leaving my office to a point that we almost put a shower in my office. Cause I'm like, I just go home to shower and change clothes. We just sleep on the couch. And I just realized that I just need to give it up. I'm like, you just need to realize that you're not going to get all done. And that was like somewhere in the early nineties and uh, I'm still chasing, I don't know, whatever was on my to-do list back then. Uh <laughs> you say that because you're you're not alone in that um mm -hmm. something that i i just told my people i said if you're not self-validating your success you're hiring sabotage on your mental team with that never-ending to-do ah, list there you go i tell them every day at the end of every day you need to self-validate your success and that's personally and professionally so if you join the 5 a.m club to work out celebrate that put a birthday candle in some meatloaf or whatever and you know we like birthdays so just use a birthday candle so there you go put a birthday candle in there um that makes a big difference but what I, what you, what you mean is so profound for me because i've realized that my biggest uh battle every day isn't making more money it's getting that button pressed more often and accomplishing those task lists you know hey you got to call this person hey you got to network with that person hey you got to do this hey you know there's certain steps that you have to do every day to accomplish what you want and of course you can delegate a lot of stuff um, to assistance, but there's still those core things that you need to accomplish every day. And, you know, sometimes you get distracted. You're like, I don't know, I'll go watch the news or, uh, you know, one of the challenges I have is, you know, going to the gym every day mm -hmm. and, you know, that's two hours of the time, especially on arm day, um, where you're going and, and like doing it. stuff. And I suck down usually several different, uh, audio books on leadership and personal development or stoicism. Uh, and so I'm learning and, and doing that there. Um, but still, it's a it's a time bleed. And sometimes you go, God, I wish I could be just at home working on those little items I didn't get done today. But then, you know, part of the thing of being my age is you're like, I want to feel good tomorrow like a human being instead of like that I'm 55. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you feel so much better and, and, and it helps you get more of those tasks items done that day, but it's just a battle every single day. And, and there's distractions, you know, there's phones, notifications, buzzes, Facebook, TikTok, especially, <laughs> and all that good stuff. Um, let's wander in, unless you want to, uh, 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 add on to any of that. Uh, let's move on to the next subject. Unless you want to throw anything else in there. I always have something to say. Chris. Please do. Please do. You know, it's also like you were just saying, it's, it starts with your headspace. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever you sell yourself, your mindset's the number one problem is also the number one solution. So if you sell oh. yourself on, I'm going to be, um, this is what I'm going to do. And mm -hmm. I'm going to feel really good about it. That's different. And most people fall victim to distraction because they're uninspired. Honestly, most people don't know how to get inspired and they don't see it as something to be on their to-do list. Like when I create the monetizing your influence to-do list for entrepreneurs or business owners, I always put number one, your mindset programming is first before mm -hmm. it's task. Because you, if you don't program your headspace, well, the rest of your day is going to be real interesting, as you know. 
There you go. If, if, if what's the old adage? If you uh, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Basically, yeah, something exactly. like that. Something, something like that. that. I didn't plan it well. Uh, let's uh, you said something that's really sticky uh we had a we had a author on a couple days ago i think it was called brain glue and he talked about sticky lines you have a lot of sticky lines um he talked about making these these uh, very uh, uh sticky like i don't know if acronym is the right word but you know something like what you said money is energy you know, where people can think of something very simple, but it sticks. Uh, and you mentioned that earlier, money is energy. Let's talk about what that means. Sure. So most people see money as a tool. Like if I ask you, like, what, what is money? Most people will mm -hmm. describe their limiting beliefs, their bad experiences with money or uh, what they think about it. Right. They mm -hmm. don't actually describe what money is. Money is simply energy. It's an energetic form ah. of and so so basically people, the Fed's just printing energy. No, yeah, exactly. hundred uh, percent. No, but you understand what I'm saying. Most people are incapable of activating like the law of attraction. You, what do you think about the law of attraction, Chris? Uh, it, it hasn't, it hasn't uh, right swiped me on Tinder yet. So evidently the attraction isn't there. Maybe Bumble will come through. Or maybe the law of deservability will, you know, I can't. Even yeah. Yeah. What does she look like? Is she blonde or brunette? Uh, well, she probably looks similar to me. Oh, okay. There you go. She's, she's brunette then. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when you think about, you know, I, I love this book. It's actually a short pamphlet called Money is God in Action by Raymond Charles Barker. A oh, real wow. old pamphlet. Um, but oh. it talks about people who have money have arrived at this subconscious belief that they will always have it. Mm. So what does that actually say about money? I had that up until the 2008 recession. <laughs> well, and then. And then something challenges our beliefs, and then we fall victim to a new belief and start living under the influence again. There you of go. Circumstances, environments, opinions, objections, and we talked about opinions earlier. Yeah, they just went out and found more money. Thank God that I had that muscle to be an entrepreneur. So I'm just like, well, you just go find a new gig. Exactly. <laughs> Keep going. There you go. But I like thinking of that because if you... You know, you, as you mentioned, so many people have so many hangups about money. And sometimes, you know, we have these childhood repressions. Uh, our parents would make comments, you know, like you, you go to the store and, and bug your mom and be like, hey, mom, can we buy, you know, whatever stupid thing you wanted as a kid? I think I just shame kids. Wow. What kind of no, person no. am I? But uh, no, we all did that. You know, we're like, hey, mom, can we buy this toy or can we buy the cereal that's filled mm -hmm. with sugar that will make us bounce off the walls and you'll yes. lose your mind? And mm -hmm. she's like, no. And, you know, mom would well-meaning say, you know, we don't have enough money. And, and sometimes it creates those self-limiting beliefs where, oh, we don't have enough money. And or, or you know, you've, you've, some people, you know, have been told money's bad, the root of all evil. And so I like that analogy that money is energy because it kind of disempowers i think maybe uh those those maybe uh, relationships or meanings that we have in our head that self-limit us and realize that hey you know if, if it's energy let's just do what you call the uh empowerment generator and generate more yes and success begins with belief there you go that's what we don't sell ourselves we sell ourselves it begins with working 15 16 hours a day Mm -hmm. We sell ourselves on, I have to do what this person did. Mm -hmm. We sell ourselves all of these things that actually aren't authentic to us because success looks different for everyone. I work between 8 and 3 p.m. 
that's what success looks like for me. And then I go play, you know, soccer with the kids, you know, and then I just coach the world during these set hours. But success looks different for you, Mm -hmm. right? For all of us. And so, but success begins with belief. There you go. And that leads us down the road to uh, accomplishing what we want, being intentional, being present, and everything else. Uh, one thing you talk about is uh, logic and reason in our world. How is that important? Imagine that ties into being self-reliant, being self-actualized, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. You know, when, when it comes to being, well, two things in business and relationships, it's a little different, but I'm going to give you a fun quirky phrase to to practice every day when it comes to functioning with people who have differing opinions than you. And all I want to say is observe, don't absorb. Ah, I like that. See, here's another sticky item. Observe, don't, uh, uh, absorb, absorb, observe, don't absorb, you know, because I do a show at the same time. It doesn't work in my brain. But most most people are constantly living in a state of asking themselves the question, am I accepted or am I rejected? Oh, really? Relationships. Mm. Am I accepted or rejected by these clients or prospects? Am I accepted or rejected? And, and it may be a subconscious program. We don't actively, you know, ask ourselves, hey, does this person, you know, on a date, right? I don't know if you're married or whatever, no. but you're not married. Okay. So I'm happy. I, I never get tired of it. Hey, perfect. <laughs> you know, I actually got, I met my current husband on in Zoom business networking. I can't even make this up. So you uh, got a Zoom divorce and then you got a Zoom marriage, basically? I mean, we actually got married on the beach and it was not yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoom, but yes, yes, I you did. Met on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> wow. One relationship. Welcome to the COVID world. There you go. I should, you know, I should advertise for Zoom. Uh, Zoom yeah, work. you really should. You should be, you could be like a, it could be a new, the new dating app for, uh, you know, are you trying to meet that loved one? Or divorce that loved one, or who you used to love. Get Zoom. <laughs> also, Zoom, Zoom. all Zoom your damn employees. Zoom employees get back in the office, which is so ironic. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but to going back into alignment, you know, there's no such thing as acceptance or rejection in the world of business, in the world of sales, in the world of relationships. There's only alignment. Mm. And once you realize that you're looking for someone who's in alignment with who you're being when you're doing, well, it makes the process so much simpler and more enjoyable, quite frankly, because you're no longer trying to think about what other people are thinking about you if they accept or reject you. That doesn't even exist. And that's part of the law of deservability as well. There you go. I just reject everybody because I don't like anyone. So there's there you that. go. You're intentional about it, at least. I'm intentional. I love how you spun that around. There we go. We came full circle. Uh, so there you go. Um, I love some of the stuff you talk about in the book and, uh, you've got a lot of great sticky stuff. I love this law of deservability. Um, I love what we talked about with the observe, don't absorb. Uh, now when you talk about observe, don't absorb, uh, is it, is it uh, looking at stuff from a logical reasoning standpoint and not letting the emotionality of it overtake you? Cause sometimes a business, you know, stuff happens uh you know uh, there's there's fires that that light up sometimes it's in the sometimes it's on the factory floor when something you know lights up and you're like oh shit this the house is on fire the the building's burning or you know there's just like you know oh oh god we we have a huge hole where um we're losing money on a business model that used to work and now the model's changed and it's not working anymore you know uh, uh you know uh, costs of of, of risen and so now we're losing money etc cetera, etc cetera. um how, how do you approach that uh, observing and don't absorb and 
And uh, let's do do some detail on that a little bit deeper. So when you were talking about if there's a house on fire, et cetera, you have to jump into a reaction, which because that valid mm-hmm. that situation validates a reaction, right? Mm-hmm. Or a quick action, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes to you know life circumstances and relationships, which business and relationships, business and people are synonymous, uh, you you want to really practice something that I like to call the rules of engagement. Mm. And the rules of engagement are very simple. Um, number one, it's pause with a purpose. It helps you process. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of us j- launch into a reaction and then, well, you know, we have to fix our reactionary state, what it did, what uh-huh. we did in it. And so therefore we're, we're not being empowerment generators in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> so the second rule of engagement is step into logic. Most people are living in a reactionary state, living under the influence circumstances, environment, situations, you know, cash flow issues, et cetera. And we're not in a place where we can ask ourselves a question, be introspective and say, you know, is this true for me or about me? Mm-hmm. Is what this person said true for me or about me? How different would our culture look if we were able to have that internal dialogue versus the intrinsic monologue, extrinsic monologue that people are having? Most people sure. are just asking each other with statements and no one's asking any questions. So the third rule of engagement is speak the truth in professional settings or where there's obviously conflict and speak your truth where there's no conflict present and where emotional intimacy is built. So you always want to start with pausing with a purpose first so you can process and figure out your next move. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's. Uh, we're going long on the show, but let's get a few plugs in here for your website, how people can reach out to you, do business with you, what you do for them. I can see uh, you do business and life coaching, motivational speaking. Uh, I think you've got a community here of successful business owners. Uh, pitch us out on all the stuff you do there on your website, how you can help people, and then round about how uh, they can reach out to you and see if they're a fit. Absolutely. Uh, For those who are interested in coaching and dominating that negative headspace, Mm. monetizing your influence, and while mastering the successful entrepreneur mindset and lifestyle, you could hop directly on my calendar at Mm bridgethom.me to find the book, to do your research ahead of time, and to really adopt, like I said, limitless potential into your life and feel confident in doing that well. Um, You could get the book for free plus shipping at stuckonready.com. And you can find me on TikTok, Facebook. If you like these fun, sticky sayings, as you said, Chris, yeah. TikTok, LinkedIn, I put them everywhere so that people can start feeling more empowered in how they're doing their life and their business. There you go. You've got a lot of sticky things. Uh, the, the, uh, I'll have to refer the show to you. He wrote a book called Brain Glue, and it, it talks about these sticky little um, bits, and, and they're easy to remember. You know, and, and you have a lot of them and they're, you know, they stick in your head and you, and you kind of have an aha moment with them. They're, they have that uh, thing where you go, oh, wow. Okay. That makes really good sense. So you're really great at delivering those uh, through your book and conversation we've had today. A couple of your programs too. There's your 90 day find your freedom program, uh, mindset uh, strategy consulting, eight weeks self-paced find your uh, freedom program. As you mentioned, the book is there as well. Uh, what sort of people uh, or businesses do you work with? Is there a certain limit you're looking for or a success uh, floor or uh, how's that work? So I'm looking for anyone who's in the area of entrepreneurship for the 90 day find your freedom program. That's one-on-one coaching. The stuck on ready program that I just launched with six months of group coaching is for any entrepreneur looking to get to that next level. 
Um, and then when I do corporate trainings, I do sales trainings for teams. And I also personally coach the leaders. And by the way, leaders, I believe the definition of that is worthy of being followed. Ah, I love that. See, here we go. And more sticky. Uh, the, so yes, everything. That, that is so true. You know, uh, people think that you're a leader because you get a title, you know. And mm -hmm. I remember when I first uh, really, our, our companies became very large and successful. Uh, I got, I got a little thing from my desk and it was one of those motivational posters, you know, they used to make in the nineties. And uh, it says something in the effect that basically, uh, it, you know, leadership isn't about your job title. You have to show up every day and earn it. And so it was a reminder to me that just because I was CEO didn't mean that I got to walk around being a, a narcissistic uh, megalomaniac of, uh, of uh, Machiavellian princedom. I had to earn it. And so now I'm a complete narcissistic Machiavellianism, uh, dude. Uh <laughs> Self-actualized. Self also, by the way, for those who want to be empowerment generators, <laughs> you could come to my motivational speaking engagements, Chris. I do go. one specifically on Unleash Your Potential and mm -hmm. rewire your mind for inevitable success. There so you go. Are me through spring right now for that, if they want them for their companies to get them amped up and inspired because, well, inspired people take action, mm -hmm. right, Chris? Yep. And if they're if you emotionally connect with people and and intellectually connect with people, you can get them to do more for you. You know, no one wants to be in a dead work environment where they're like, "Oh, hum, what's going on? I hate this. I hate this job." You know, and it, especially with this new generation, uh, the new Gen Z folks um, with the weird music, they need to be inspired. <laughs> they need to, and they need to uh, feel like there's something more to a job. You know, they just don't want to show up, punch in, punch out. Uh, like maybe previous generations did. And uh, I get it, you know? I mean, I, I'm an entrepreneur because I want to feel more fulfilled. I think most people that are entrepreneurs, they feel like there's something more they can do. They feel it's it's enjoyable to give back, to donate to society, and, uh, you know, be able to live life on your own terms. It's nice not having to wait till every... When do people get paid again? Like Fridays or something? Yes, yeah, so I have to wait to get paid. You're like, oh, I'll take some money now, and uh, I don't know. I'll go down to McDonald's or go uh, take a little trip for the weekend. Uh, there you go. Uh, so this has been very insightful, Bridget. A lot of fun and so many details. You have so much great sticky, these brain glue stuff. So um, I love that. I think it's going to become my new thing for talking about stuff because I, I like um, the concept of having memorable stuff that, that people remember. It's very easy, you know. Because if you if you if you blather out like a whole line of, you know, uh, buzzwords, corporate code crap, you're just like, what the hell does all that mean? <laughs> and what did you say? You know, well, we want to empower people. There the, you go. Those sticky mm -hmm. things empower people. The whole book. You're gonna love the book, Chris. Definitely, definitely. So order up the book, where folks, wherever fine books are sold. Stuck on ready. Master the entrepreneurial mindset. Break free from self sabotage and access your limitless potential. Uh, Bridget, give us your dot com so people can find you on the interwebs, please. Absolutely. So bridgethom.com is my website. Um, direct calendar link is bridgethom.me. There you go. Uh, and thank you very much, Bridget, for coming on the show. Very insightful and fun. Oh my gosh, you're a blast. I try to be. I try to be. I'm still working on it, though. You succeed. 
I'm just telling you, <laughs> succeed. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And thanks to our audience for tuning in because without you, I wouldn't be a blast. I'd just be blasting, I don't know, at screaming at the wall or something. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Go to countries.com for it says Chris Voss, YouTube.com for it says Chris Voss, LinkedIn.com for it says Chris Voss. Can we make a bot that does this for me? And also go to TikTok, Chris Voss One and the Chris Voss Show podcast over there. We're trying to be cool. It's finally working, thanks to AI. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe and uh, be present, and we'll see you guys next time.